France have scored 11 goals so far in the FIFA World Cup in Qatar, the third most of all 32 teams, and they have shot no penalty. The most likely Golden Boot winner, Kylian Mbappe, is in a remarkable form with five goals, and he is standing next to Olivier Giroud, who got four goals. By contrast, Morocco saw no player of any of their opponents break their net so far. What's gonna happen when the unstoppable force meets the immovable object? Welcome back to CGTN Sports Talk. I am Li Xiang, and I'm glad to be joined by my colleague Josh here. Great to be back. Hey, so first, do you think this game will be like what I said? It's be, uh, uh, it's between the strongest shield and the strongest uh, lance. Yeah, I think that's very much the case because you look at this Morocco side and you look at how they've gotten here, and it's very much a case of park the bus, get ten men behind the ball, take your chances when you can but when those chances are not available do not create them just hold tight and stay in a solid formation mm. is that really gonna work against say Mbappe, Griezmann and Giroud well that's the, I typically I'd say no because you look at how they were against Portugal and it's one thing to maintain that solid defense against Spain who like to pass it around constantly want to walk it in but specifically they have Alvaro Morata and that's basically it they don't have Fernando Torres don't have David Villa don't have anyone like that anymore whereas you look at Morocco and what they were able to do against a team that does set itself up in a very aggressive manner be it with um, of course Ronaldo up front but also you have Ramos, João Felix, uh, Rafael Leao they had a lot of options that typically can break down solid defenses like that. Not only um, was that something that they were able to do, but they were able to do it consistently after snatching that goal at the very end of the first half, which is to say that they were able to do it for a good, solid chunk of time. So they do have that option, and that, but that's assuming that you know, we saw the injuries. We saw how tired everyone was. Yeah, they can hunker down, but that's clearly had problems for them every single game. The end of the Portugal game made it look like it's the worst they've had so far. Be it Saiz, be it Amrabat, be it whoever. So, I think definitely it's a possibility. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's a probability. Yeah, what I do find interesting is that despite the such a great. Uh, Offensive firepower France have their manager Didier Deschamps actually prefers to solidify defense and let their opponents attack first, so they can maximize the power of Mbappe's speed and the orchestrating ability, especially that one pass ability of Griezmann and also the charging power of Giroud. Will they really like lure Morocco to attack first? Like, okay, I know you guys have really great players in the two wings, attack first. And then we can strike you behind your back line. I think as reigning champions and as the better team by far, man for man, mm-hmm. I think that's what they're going to do, especially knowing that this is a team that does like to play out, does like to be fast. You know, there was a statistic which was basically Spain and Morocco are complete opposites in the sense of Spain will take 100 passes to move one meter, whereas Morocco will just kick it 100 meters in one pass. So it is a style of play that the Moroccans do like to use. 
And I also wonder if at this point, because Morocco kind of have nothing to lose, mm-hmm. I wonder if France are just going to expect um, Morocco to just keep that mentality and just hunt for a goal early on, knowing that they will need to get an advantage because of the strength of Mbappe, the strength of Giroud, the attacking possibilities France have. So I think it'll be a combination of them having the confidence to hit back, but also knowing that the strength is there, meaning that Morocco will have to make the move first. Mm. Um, for France, say uh, I think Morocco will definitely study the clip of how England contained Mbappe, although they uh, missed Giroud and also they didn't really contain Griezmann. First, do you think they will repeat, they will copy their tactics against Mbappe, or they will improve it if they can? To say at least slow the whole golden triangle down. I think they will have liked to learn from it, but I don't think that's their style of play because mm. the nature of that France game was Kyle Walker keeping Mbappe in his pocket, monitoring him all the time in man in a man marking system, and then allowing Declan Rice to move the ball forward and kind of go around the threat rather than through it. Whereas what we've seen so far from Morocco is, yeah, I'd say a pretty similar official setup, but the exact moment a threat comes their way, it's just a collapsible defense. It's four at the back, that quickly becomes five, that quickly becomes seven. So I think that they will know the danger men are Mbappe. They'll know Giroud at 37 is still a big threat. They'll probably know by now that Griezmann is the heart and soul of that team in terms of movement. But I just don't think man for man, they can shut them down as good as England could. Mm. You know, this may be my uh, basketball thinking talking. I do believe that since they have France have three very big threats, maybe they should actually pick the least threatening one, which is either Giroud or Griezmann. Because first, you need to do everything to contain Mbappe. And then it's like when Napoleon lost his, the most important war of his because he had no um, Bertier along his side. But mm-hmm. when Bertier was actually commanding the war, he lost because he's only there to support in this team. I'm not saying that Mbappe is their king, but I'm saying that Mbappe is the biggest threat if you remove him off the field and make, say, Griezmann not only run the offense and make him score, it's going to be a big test. If he does that, you know that there's no way you can stop France. But if he can't, that's like making putting him in the position of the commander and the biggest weapon. If he can't do it, that's a big win. For Giroud, he's 37 years old, like you said. Of course, he scored four goals, but there's no assurance that he can do this in every game. And Morocco have nothing to lose. So maybe take a risk, I think, will should be their option to win. Yeah, I could see that, especially what you say about Giroud, because he is the kind of guy who is absolutely lethal when the ball gets to his feet. But as we saw against England, it took a lot of work to get that there. Mm. You know, you can't contain Graceman for a full 90 minutes, but you can do everything on your power to make sure that your Giroud figure gets two touches, three touches, four touches, maybe in the entire game. And by doing that, you know he's not going to track back. You know he's not going to get involved in any other way. I wonder almost if you were to go even further and consider, say, 
Chuomeni, Rabio, maybe even the central fullbacks with Varane up and Meccano from that last game, if you completely cut off the French flow by congesting the midfield so they have to go around the side, then you are basically cutting off the midfield movement that got them the goals, got them the touches, got them the danger, not just against England, but throughout the entire tournament. So if they come out of their shells a little bit, Morocco, and instead of just hunkering down in front of their goal, but go in front of where the French midfield is and kind of try and uh, congest the middle of the of the pitch, mm-hmm. that might help them in the long run. But again, that's easier said than done. Yeah. Uh, judging by how France went all along this way, um, I could see that they always scored early. Not always, they often scored early, and then Tayshan mm. will have his favorite way of winning the game: hold back and then looking for opportunities to counter strike. Say if Morocco somehow keep them from scoring early and hold this game at a nothing to nothing draw until the 50th or the 60th minute, will Desham still try to attack or then turn off the switch and say, okay, this is not going to take us anywhere. Let's just wait for the other side to make a mistake. I think they're going to wait for a mistake because that's been the thing with this uh, Morocco team. Like A lot of people have rightfully pointed out they have not conceded a goal to an opponent. However, the one goal they have conceded was a own goal when Canada completely pressed them down that left wing. Yeah. So I think this team, because you know, if you look at it, a lot of it are players of either second tier teams in a primary league, be it West Ham, be it Brest in uh, Ligue 1, mm-hmm. or quite a lot play in Belgium or some quite even play in the Middle East. I'd say that uh, Maswari, who plays for Bayern Munich, and Ashraf Hakimi, who play for PSG, are the biggest threats mm. in terms of like player quality, and that's that's defense pretty much. Um, so I think there's a lot of mistakes that are possible in this team, especially now that there's so much pressure on them to do well, um, and especially when you look at who they're up against and you know the speed that Mbappe and Dembele have out on the wings are enough to just rattle defences perpetually throughout that I do think that at some point Deschamps will consider that the main tactic to use. Mm. Speaking of uh, Dembele, I don't think we have talked about him too much since the World Cup had begun, but he actually performed much better than I expected. Do you think he will be, um, what is it called, an ingenious move against Morocco? I will, I Perhaps so, because he's very much matured alongside Antoine Griezmann in the sense of you look at what this team is, this French team, and it isn't three at the front. It isn't even a striker with two wingers supporting. Everything is going through that left channel to Mbappe. With Dembele, when he gets the ball, his main thing is to feed it across either all the way to Mbappe or to feed it to Giroud. He's very rarely made shots on goal himself. Um, But the thing that's interesting about Dembele is in the game against England, there was only one substitution, and that was Dembele being swapped for Kingsley Coman. So... I wonder if, depending on the role, he is going to perhaps start and work in support. And then if the goals aren't as free-flowing as Deschamps would like, 
switch him out for a more attacking winger in the form of Kingsley Coman. Um, also, you had Olivier Giroud in a previous game when goals weren't coming his way. He was swapped out for Marcus Turam, who is nowhere near in terms of quality, but is a much more dead ahead, almost a kind of, it's a pretty weird comparison, but a Mario Gomez type striker where once he gets a few steps and a bit of uh, acceleration behind him, a bit of momentum, he's difficult to stop. So I think those are the two main options that Deschamps will have, assuming he keeps the same team as he had did against England. Mm. For Morocco, of course, you can't really win with defense. You have to score. And is there anyone you think that can actually help Morocco score against France? They are good. Like the the thing that they've been so good at is moving the ball. Mm-hmm. So I feel like as long as the legs are still there for the central midfielder Amrabat, and then maintaining that winger pair of Buffal and Hakim Ziyech, I think that there is definitely uh, options to score goals. But that's assuming that this French side, especially that two in the middle of Chouamani and Rabiot assuming they don't close that central channel down immediately, that, I suspect, is how a lot of the goals are going to come from or goal threats are going to come from Morocco. So I wouldn't write them out, especially after everything they've done so far. However, in terms of who they're playing against, this is the first complete team that they've that they've faced. I mean, it's the semifinals. If mm. they win this, that's, that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's saying that, Saying that they're facing a good team now, well, it's the final step, it's the final hurdle for the side. However, I compare Portugal, compare Spain to um, who they're going to face in this French side, and I don't really see much competition. Mm. Uh, Morocco knocked out Spain over penalties. So far, France haven't shot any penalty. They haven't gone through any penalties, although the miss penalty of Harry Kane did benefit them. If, say, mm-hmm. this goes to extra time or and then into penalty shootout, do you think there will be a little bit advantage on the Morocco side? So, he, he, if you would have asked this a while ago, or mm-hmm. asked this at, like, say, the first game of the group stage, something like that, I would have said Morocco definitely because France went out to Switzerland on penalties in the Euros and it was basically because of the old habits of Certain players wanted to be a hero. Mbappe wanted to score. I think he tried to do a Panenka or something very tricky, and Jan Sommer just took him down. If we were still looking at a team that played like that, I'd say that probably would also be Morocco's greatest strength, drag the game out, make them tired, make them frustrated. And then by the time you get towards the penalties, the advantage is theirs. But now that I'm seeing a lot more maturity a lot more clinical play from them i feel like even if it does reach the penalties for the first time yes morocco have done it before but now there's a lot more riding on their shoulders whereas i'm sure based on what we've seen france have learned their lessons mbappe definitely has Griezmann definitely has in open play I can see that translating to set-piece play as well. Mm. You know, when a team like Morocco... I totally agree with what you just said, because when a team like Morocco entered the World Cup, they were like, we have nothing to lose. Everything we did was an achievement. And they went along so far. Finally, in the semifinals, they already made history. 
I think every normal player will be encouraged and motivated to want to achieve more, and that really became the pressure and the final test between the final ascend ascending and、mm. crumbling. So that that's, yeah, yeah, the pressure is really the key part. And especially now that the players are just so tired. Like we've mentioned it before, but you look at Saiz, the last and the last game, he was. Like his his hamstrings、mm. must be on the very verge of just giving out completely. Yeah, and you know they they swapped him out at the very end for Dari, but even so, I, I I think this is a team that has reached its limit physically, and there's only so far mentality can carry you, especially when you're up against. Just the sheer quality that's on show in this France side.、Mm, then, what is your prediction for this game? I think this is going to be not a walkover in terms of score. I think it's going to be like France to Morocco one,、mm. but in terms of like possession, in terms of who's in the ascendancy, in terms of com- just comfortability when it comes to the final whistle. I think、mm. France have it. So, based on the two game, two previews we have done,、uh, what it, what will be first your favorite matchup in the final? I think the thing which I want is the rematch of France versus、uh, Croatia. Oh, the, but, yeah. But either, but at the same time, the narrative is all on Messi's favor. So, a narrative of Messi versus Mbappe. Ascending new talent, descending old talent. I think there's a lot to like in that game as well. Argentina versus France. Yeah.、Mm. Uh, here, I'm not showing any disrespect for Morocco. I actually support the team. But say if France reached the final, which team do you think they want to meet? Well, I think they would prefer. I think they would prefer Argentina because. Croatia have been so difficult, and even though yes, they did beat them last time out, there was like protesters running on the pitch, and a lot of things like that happening taking place. So, I think they will want the new talent, not,、mm. the, not the new talent, the new opponent、mm-hmm. of Argentina, who have proven themselves to be very solid, but not as tricky. Definitely a bit more beatable. Definitely a bit more one note than what the Croatians offer. So I think. France will want Argentina in the final. Yeah, I agree. I agree.、Uh, although I still, I, I really want to see an African team appear in the final, which I know is kind of unlikely after、uh, what you just、uh, analyzed. But let's wait and see. We'll find out in. Less It, than I mean, as we, the,、yeah. that's the thing. I'm saying all this, but no one had Morocco as their dark horse. No one had Morocco getting to the final, semi-final by beating the teams they did in the style they did. So even though I am counting them out, I would not be shocked if they if the miracle continued. That's true, and miracle is always one of the best stories in competitional in competitional sports. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think so much for today. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, we'll be hearing from you guys very soon tomorrow. See ya. Thank you, Dan. Bye bye.